welcome to the Downhouse podcast, where you can learn more about Downhouse School. In this series, we'll be focusing on events which bring the community together. Every term, one of the faculties in the school hosts a residency in the Murray Centre for all of the school to enjoy. This term has been the turn of the Religion, Psychology and Philosophy Faculty, which is headed up by Mr Matt Hall. Our host, Simon Jones, spoke to Matt after the residency and was joined by Clemmy in the Upper Sixth. So today we've got Matt Hall and Clemmy. But Matt, first of all, hello. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm very good indeed, thanks. Very good. Thank you for being here, especially 8 o'clock on a Monday morning. That's a, that's a bit brutal, isn't it? Yeah, there's always early starts here, though. It's quite busy days, so you get in early and get the day started. So Very good. Normal early start. Very good. Now, today we're going to be talking about you and your position here, so just tell us what your actual title is here. Yeah, I'm head of RS Philosophy and Psychology. Okay. So I've been... It was just RS and uh, philosophy for a couple of years, and then we introduced psychology about two years ago. So that's an interesting combination of, of subjects. What brings all three of those together? Um, for me, it's about human experience. It's just different parts of the, the journey, to be honest. Um, I think you've got how people sort of make sense of the external experiences of life and the impact of that Ooh. internally, but then also how they express that through sort of religious symbols and music and art and um, systems of worship and philosophy is about the questioning of it all and psychology again is about making sense of that human experience and how we respond to it so it's just all part of our journey through life I guess. Okay straight into a a, a slightly deep question then Do, do, do you think that in this world of snapchat and instagram and and relative shallowness that there's an absence of deeper thought with things like philosophy? On the surface, yes, but I don't. I think again, that's just surface level stuff. People engage in deeper conversation and deeper thought. I think, in terms of the way that it comes across in the media, and that initial impression is that yes, it's all kind of simplified surface level. But underneath that, when you speak to people individually, there, particularly the students, there is a real depth there, mm-hmm. and they do engage with the philosophy, with the deeper kinds of religion and belief, and with how. They're impacted externally and internally by everything going on in the world around them. Mm-hmm. So It sounds to me like you really enjoy what you do. Yeah, I love it. It's great. It's a great place to, to do it as well because the students are always really engaged. Mm. So, And how long have you been at the school for? This is my seventh year. Seventh year. Okay, right. Fantastic. Okay, now I understand that we've just had a residency in the Murray Centre. Yes. I don't know quite what that is. Tell me a bit more about it. Essentially, the Murray Centre is like a meeting space. It's the library. It's We have an auditorium. So it's a big central space for the school. Once a term, they hold a sort of residency. So a faculty goes in and sets up specifics for its particular faculty to sort of explain what they do, to show aspects that they teach, to get the students interacting and bring the sort of community together in a wider sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have artifacts on display, which the students had sort of had to identify. We have information posters around. We had various talks on. And then we had a pilgrimage passport where the girls would go around the school and find little sort of pilgrimage points we'd set up. Oh, okay. Right. And so is this mainly aimed at some of the younger girls in school who might be interested in doing some of these subjects at sixth form? Or is it for other people to come into school? Tell me, tell me about it. For all of that, I think. I think it's got um, a broad value. Um, I think essentially you get the younger girls engaging in some of the events, but also some of the older girls in the school enjoy doing the pilgrimage passport and identifying artifacts as well, and taking part in the puzzles and answering the philosophical questions we leave lying around. So, And then when you get people coming into the school, they can see what we offer, the sort of work we do, mm-hmm. and how we um, 
sort of explore thought, religion, and psychology. Right. Oh, okay. And Matt, I understand some members of staff are involved in this too. Yeah, they delivered um, speeches during or talks during uh, lunchtime breaks. We had one on the iconography of saints in art and how you can identify that. We had another on um, religion in musicals, which was quite entertaining by a member from the department. And um, which musicals are we talking then? um, Jesus Christ Superstar, quite an obvious one. Uh, Les Miserables. Mm I'm trying to remember the rest. I'm not a big musical fan, but the member of the department made it really interesting. So, and I'm picking the themes of religion that underpin mm-hmm. and appear in all those sort of musicals. And then we had a psychology talk on the Thursday about going into psychotherapy and um, how you can follow that as a career path. And the girls that come along to these events, they're, they're genuinely interested in what's going on then, I guess. Yes. Yeah, we, we do sort of ask the girls who may have opted to do the subject to come along and take part because it is of benefit for them. But then you have other girls, it's just drop in and they can sit there and listen and just engage with the process as a whole. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Awesome. OK, well, we're going to talk to Clemmy now as well. Clemmy, you're in Upper Sixth, so that's Year 13, is that right? Yes, that is. And I understand that you're doing two of these subjects as well. Tell us about those. So I'm doing RS and Psychology A-Level, but the RS A-Level is quite different to the Religious Studies GCSE. It's Ooh. mainly based off philosophy and ethics, rather than learning about different type of religions. It mainly focuses on like Christianity and how that influences people's well, thoughts and behaviours. Okay. And what was it that led you to choose those two subjects? Well, for psychology, I've always been quite interested in like the human mind mm-hmm. and human behaviour. I didn't really consider it before my mother was like, you should probably try the taster, and I really enjoyed the taster. Mm. So I was like, well, that's a definite. And then for RS... I did RS General because that was compulsory and I quite enjoyed like questioning and having to think about different scenarios such as like euthanasia was like one of the things that we covered and I found that really interesting as well. These are pretty heavy topics then aren't they? Well RS is quite a heavy subject. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point, good point, well presented too. And you mentioned about the taster, how did that actually work? So there were three rounds of tasters, you had one which used six subjects and you had like a 20 minute brief like what's in the course and what can you expect and then after six after your GCSEs you have a whole sit form week where you test out all your different subjects that you've chosen and with those are proper lessons so like a full hour and 15 minutes on what you're expecting and I understand as well that you've been on a trip recently to Greece yes. tell us a bit about that uh so Greece was a trip with RS um, drama and classic students mm-hmm. um, where we kind of did everything together but we split off so for the RS girls we went to Plato's Academy and visited where well he set up his school in Athens and then we did things mm-hmm. such as going to the um, Acropolis and the Epi- and Epidavros like some of the old theatres as well. Okay and how long were you there for? We were there for five days. And how long ago were you there? At the beginning of half term. Okay, so was the weather good when you were there? It was really good. Apparently it was actually quite unseasonably warm, but it was really good. (laughs) All right, that's usually the opposite to me. Whenever I go somewhere, it's usually unseasonably cold or (laughs) all the locals are complaining that it's very, very wet suddenly. Uh, That's normally my fault. You mentioned classics in there as well. Sometimes people hear the word classics. Maybe they didn't study classics at school. They don't actually know what it is. Just tell us about what what that is. So classics is Latin and Greek, well, ancient Greek. Mm -hmm. And I think Latin is kind of focusing on the well, Rome and then Greek mm-hmm. and that kind of all plays into each other where they learn about a bit of the, about the subject about the language and then about the culture as well okay right 
Now, let's jump back to Greece then. So you're there and you're learning and having fun and enjoying the sun as well. But how do you find it's different to learn these subjects when you're actually there in a different environment instead of being here at school? Well, I think with rather that you were kind of forced to make links with your own subject. So it made you do all the thinking mm. rather than just being told what you're supposed to be thinking about. So I had to pick up a lot of links between, you know, classics and RS. You could make links between the different subjects, which I hadn't really thought of before. Can you think of any of those links now? Well, there are lots of links between RS and ancient Greek with like Plato and Aristotle. Not so much with drama, but they focus on plays roughly in the same time period. So. Mm-hmm. Now, Clemmie, you mentioned about you were interested in taking psychology. I understand that's quite a new subject here at school. What would you say to anyone who's thinking about it or... Actually, how would you explain it to someone who's possibly thinking about it? Maybe they're two years younger than you or three years younger than you. So I was the first year to take up psychology and I was really didn't know what to expect. But the course is split into three. You learn about the basics of experiments and like kind of the basics of psychology. And then from there, you can move into specific you know, subjects such as like psychopathology, where you would analyse like the behaviours, the treatment and you know, what can be expected from from like things such as OCD or depression. And then the third, the third paper is mainly about like cognitive development and then you can learn about stress. It's, with first and third are quite similar in the way that you look at the treatments, you look at how it comes to be and then you look at the behaviours associated with the different things. Sometimes people feel like psychology is quite a lot of written work. Did you find that at all? I would say it's less written work considering my other A-levels. Oh, okay, right, right. But it's a bit like biology GCSE in the sense that it's like there are a few long questions, but majority is quite short answer questions. And is there anything about it that you didn't expect that you experienced? And it's like, oh, yeah, I, I really enjoy that more than I thought I would. Or even I enjoy that less than I thought that I would. I didn't really know what to feel. I came into the subject, I just still didn't really know what to expect. So the first topic was quite draining because it was learning about, you know, the basics and that can be quite difficult. But once you learn the basics and you get to grips with it, learning the other stuff is so much easier. And I found that it was so much easier to learn all all of the other papers because I knew the foundations. Is there much of an opportunity here at school for some of the younger pupils to find out from sixth formers what some of these subjects are like when you're actually studying them by, by talking to each other instead of hearing from a member of staff? Yeah, so there's... The upper sixth, so the year 13s are paired with the year 11s, just about to take pick their um, A-levels. And then you are, they can ask you questions about your A-levels or just, you know, state form in general. So there's always opportunities to be able to speak to the state form as well as the teachers. That's really good to hear. That's really good to hear. Well, we're going to jump back to Mr Hall now. So thank you for that, Clemmie. Matt, tell me a bit about the difference between these subjects in sixth form compared to the rest of the school. Not overlooking the fact, of course, that not all these subjects can be studied at GCSE, can they? No. Um, well, RS, I'll stick with first because obviously you have to do that all the way through. We get a lot of girls opting to do it for GCSE and that focuses primarily on sort of Christianity plus another religion. And here we focus on Buddhism because it's very, very different from what, oh, a, lot wow. of the, yeah, from mm-hmm. what a lot of the girls have looked at before. can be quite challenging. It's quite philosophical and a lot of the Buddhism beliefs are quite conceptual about kind of life after death and after the soul and so on mm. but you focus more on their beliefs practices and then you apply that in a thematic way mm-hmm. so you then look at things like human relationships like crime and punishment human rights and social justice so you're applying their beliefs and practices and seeing what underpins people's um, actions so how they put mm. their belief into practice 
And then when you move to A level, it's it's very different for RS because you are it is more philosophy theology. Mm-hmm. And when particularly when you move to paper three for the A level, because there are three papers, um, it drops a little bit more into elements of sociology there are little bits of um, anthropology little bits of history there's gender politics there's all sorts of elements in there because you're looking at how christianity responds to the changing world in the 20th century Mm. so but you're also drawing on philosophy throughout so you look initially at aristotle plato socrates as the early philosophers and then as you go through the course you look at some more uh, continental philosophy like um, nietzsche foucault simon de beauvoir uh, Jean-Paul Sartre and all those sorts of individuals. There's some yeah. names there I definitely don't recognise. <laughs> yeah, well, they're just, it's kind of, you get a lot of the, particularly when you're looking at things like gender politics, which you just finished at the moment, you get a lot of the influence from um, the existentialists and that sort of uh, area of philosophy. And then with psychology, obviously we don't teach that low down the school. It's a combination. You get little bits of maths because you have to understand um, how to, sort of interpret data how to interpret correlations there are bits of um, biology doesn't really go for much further past GCSE level the girls were very very uh, well informed by the time they came to the lessons on that and then you're obviously looking at research methods which picks on the science side of things but then it's about um, looking at human behavior and the human condition and how even though you might have lots of data indicating that x may cause y mm-hmm. because the, the main variable are human beings that's not always the case so you're looking at um how people are impacted um by their external world as well so okay right right super quick question you mentioned gender politics what exactly is that you have um two units looking at gender and society mm-hmm. and gender and theology is one of the units on paper three and within that you're examining whether or not christianity is um sexist whether or not it's had an impact over the last two thousand years what impact that might have had on the structure of society and how um the enforced patriarchy might have grown out of that mm-hmm. and you look at all the various views that surround that argument so you're looking at those who um take quite a strong view towards it and are quite sort of anti the structure of religion and others who are looking more for reform and, and others who are saying well no that's not the case so mm. you get quite a balanced sort of perspective of it and to what extent do you feel it's important to have an understanding of this kind of thing when we're considering some of the turmoil that's going on in the world particularly in the, in the middle east right now i think from the subject and one of the things we always look at is trying to look at everything from a wide range of perspectives mm. so it's not just accepting what's placed in front of you and accepting the one answer but it's taking a step back trying to understand different people's points of view their motivations the belief that underpins their actions and not just examine what's put in front of you by the media or particular voices that you hear mm. so i think for the girls who take mm-hmm. it it's an encouragement of let's take a step back let's look at all the things we're studying from different points of view and then challenge those points of views as well mm-hmm. so even if you have a pers- perspective on one thing we'll challenge that even mm-hmm. whether we agree or disagree with the point of view mm-hmm. just so they can examine analyze and evaluate those perspectives so do things ever get heated in class sometimes sometimes that not not in a bad way sometimes people will be quite passionate about their points of view or sometimes they'll argue a point of view that's not even theirs just for the sake of it Mm. just to get a debate going and is that that tricky no no it's 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 good fun and it's part of it and it's about encouraging them to explore those points of views 
Mm. And I think that's hot. And it's you create a safe environment where people are allowed to express their views and allowed to challenge each other. And they challenge me regularly. Mm -hmm. And I'm quite happy with that. And that's half the enjoyment of doing that sort of course, to be honest with you. So I love that. I love that. Thank you for that, Matt. Uh, Let's jump back to Clemmy for a second. Clemmy, what are you hoping to do? I mean, clearly you're in you're 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 in upper sixth right now. So what are you hoping to do next year? Because right now I'm guessing you're putting in applications for university. Yeah, so I've just put in my UCAS and I've applied for social policy and sociology at Durham, Edinburgh, Newcastle, Bristol, Exeter. Okay, so which is your first choice of those? If I were to pick one, I would have to go for Edinburgh because I think the city is really cool. Gosh, that's a long way from home though, isn't it? Yeah. Or a long way from here, at least. I don't know where home is. <laughs> it is quite a long way from home. But I think if you're going to go to university, you might as well go somewhere far away. That You'll probably never live there. Okay, no, I like that. I like that. And which is your safety then? Uh, it'll probably be Newcastle. Newcastle. Okay, right, right. Nothing against Newcastle, of course. Um, nothing and, against it. <laughs> and, and what are you hoping to experience at university? Have you got much of an understanding of what life is like? I don't, I don't know whether you have older siblings at university or anything. So I've got two siblings and they're both at university. Okay, right. So I kind of... Well, I didn't really know what to expect. I guess everyone has a different experience at uni. But, I, you know, it's a lot more freedom. I think it's just like a way to be able to do school, but on your own accord. And how long have you been here at school for then? This is my seventh year. So oh. I've been here all the way from so the just start. just like Mr Hall in that case. Just like Mr Hall. Just like we Mr. joined Hall. at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but unconnected, of course. And how do you feel like you've changed? This is a big question here, so feel free to give a short answer. But how do you feel you've, you've changed as a person from when you joined the school to now? I think actually confidence in my learning. I was always a bit worried about, you know, academics and that f- I found that quite scary. But I guess once I went through the school, I had to grow m- more confidence in my abilities. And how do you find that your understanding of your relationship with teachers has changed from, from when you were young to now that you are, I'm guessing, 17, 18? Well, I think as you get older, they start treating you older. So mm. when you're in year seven remove you're kind of treated like children because you are Mm. and so they have to be able to you know you have to be able to respect them so that once you get up in the school the respect is more mutual yeah so like in the in year 13 you're very much treated as like an in you know as like a well respect goes both ways and it's more conversation like the Mm -hmm. lessons rather than just being like taught what to do it's treated more like an adult then i guess Mm. and what sort of support is there for your ucas uh, applications so you start thinking about your UCAS applications well into year 12 mm. and that you have m- meetings with the higher education department mm-hmm. about what you're thinking of doing or what universities are good or what to be doing in preparation for your UCAS. Mm-hmm. And then at the beginning of the mid term, you're really focused on your personal statement, how to actually fill in the UCAS form, mm-hmm. and then you'll, everything gets sent through and it's reviewed about five times, I'd say. Got it. Okay. And you mentioned the MIC term, just for people that don't understand the MIC term. What's that? That's the first term. That's the first term. Got it. Right. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you very much. Clement, you mentioned about your academic journey here through school. Tell us a bit more about how that actually looks, though. Well, I think with Downhouse, you're given so many opportunities in order for you to really explore all your different subjects. So there are many different residencies, lots of trips, lots of talks. So, for instance, we went to Bethlehem. Um, which is a mental asylum. We didn't actually go to the um, asylum. We went to the museum about how it was kind of like the evolution and development of psychology through the years. And then with the residency, that was also shown, but that was more to do with modern day development into the subject and being able to really explore your subjects just outside of the classroom as well as inside the classroom. 
Do you think you'll miss all of this when you go to university? I think definitely. I think it's going to be a big step going from downhouse where you feel really, you know, nurtured and you feel really confident in your own ability and that you have so much support to go to university. Without that, it's going to be quite difficult. And how important do you feel it is for the teaching staff here to encourage you to speak up for yourself and to have your own voice? I think it's very much encouraged. I mean, you are always constantly asked to do talks on things that you find interesting or being just in the classroom being asked questions where you have to respond and you have to speak up and say your opinion whilst also not offending other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. OK, well, we're going to leave it there. Clemmie, it's been really good talking to you. So best of luck with the rest of this academic Thank year and, and getting the grades that you need to hopefully go to Edinburgh. And hopefully. wish you all the best for the future. Thank so you very much. Thank you for being here. It's been really good talking to you. And Matt, it's been great talking to you as well. Thank you for unpacking and explaining to us what, what it's like in your faculty here at school and, and about your enthusiasm for it too. Yeah, thanks very much. Thanks for your time and uh, giving us the opportunity to talk about it. And then super last question, if anyone's got any questions about what you teach, they can get in touch with you, I guess? Yeah, they can just email me directly or if they don't have my email, they can email the sort of the school and then they'll forward that on. So more than happy to take any sort of questions and contact people about it. Perfect. OK, well, we'll put a link to your email address in the show notes for this episode. But thank you for being here. Thank All right, you. No worries. Thank you very much. So that's it for this episode. To find out more, check out the school's website, downhouse.net. And our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.